0: Возлюбленная Богом Церковь, начиная наше богослужение пред Господом, станем, пожалуйста, и утвердим обетование, относящееся к преддверию нашей надежды, да воцарится воскресение Христова в наших делах. Склоним наши головы в молитве. Дорогой Небесный Отец, во имя Иисуса Христа, мы благодарны имени Твоему Святому за вновь представленную привилегию быть
1: В пути с мой
2: пасты не буду нужден, На пажитя сладких меня он посеет,
1: дает
2: осыщение моей душе.
3: Своё сердце, как хрупкую вазу, Ненароком споткнёшься и дребезги Жизнь, чтобы я на пути Не споткнулся ни разу, Чей-то голос гряди, Иисуса держи. Чтобы я на пути
4: не споткнулся ни разу, Чей-то
3: голос твердит, Иисуса не ржи. То ли труско свистят ледяные метели, То ли грозы расщепят, Просто весной заволнуются ели Чей-то голос твердит Иисуса, держись Простираются вдаль Бесконечные версты Хорошо бы навеки туга унести Где живется легко, и свободно, и просто, Только голос твердит, Иисуса держись. Где живется легко, и свободно, и просто, Только голос твердит, Иисуса, держись! А порой надо мной Судьба посмеётся, Я плачу ночами, О, счастье вернись! И полынная горечь Мне в душу прольётся, Но в ответ лишь одно, Иисуса держи. в тишине о любви размышляю, кто-то шепчет опять, у креста научись. И тогда я свой взор на креста поднимаю и твержу сам себе, Иисуса не И тогда я свой взор на креста поднимаю И твержу сам себе, Иисус, одержись. Я ношу свое сердце, как хрупкую базу. Неворотом споткнешься, и дверь не сбежишь. Чтобы я на пути не споткнулся ни разу, чей-то голос твердит: Иисус, держись, чтобы ты на пути не споткнулся ни разу. Иисус говорит. С тобою держи
5: Before we continue to study our treasure
4: submerged into the depths of our inheritance that is contained in the Word of God, the unchanging epigraph of the Word of God, is the book of Luke 24, 44. Then he said to his disciples, These are the words which I spoke to you while I was still with you, that all things must be fulfilled which were written in the law of Moses and the prophets and the psalms concerning me.
5: And for us, as
4: partakers of the body of Christ, to share with Christ the fulfillment of all that is written about him in Scripture, we shall continue our study of our collaboration, with the Holy Spirit a very unique truth revelation of what is necessary to be done from our side so we can receive the right to the power to put off our former way of life so we can put on the new way of life we will remember that this promise contains its own it has its own time and the reason for why it has never happened through the period of history not even in the first apostolic church but belongs only to the last days before the rapture of the church when she will mature within this time and will be dressed into the new form of
5: life that you
4: put off concerning your former conduct the old man which grows corrupt according to the deceitful lusts and be renewed in the spirit of your mind and that you put on the new man which was created according to God into righteousness and holiness. Ephesians 4, 22-24 You see there's no evangelism here or some kind of good work you need to be doing but everything is included as soon as we're dressed into this new form of life we will be a light for the world this is the evangelism the true evangelism each one in his own place will be a light and of course to fulfill this requirement this command we need to utilize three charging and fundamental verbs here to put off be renewed and put on and to confirm the given promise elevated in status as a commandment there are a lot of actually a lot of different places
5: that we can bring
4: Uh, this again this promise is elevated into status of a commandment, we will therefore read another place of scripture written by the same author in a little bit of a different format, identifying a similar truth, calling us to take off the old man with his deeds, so we can put on the new man. The new man is given the ability to be renewed in knowledge according to the image of him who created him, Colossians 3.8-11. But now you yourselves are to put off all these anger, wrath, malice, blasphemy, filthy language out of your mouth. Do not lie to one another since you have put off the old man with his deeds and have put on the new man. This is our role. God is not going to be doing this for be doing it for us who is renewed, our new person, our new man, is renewed in knowledge according to the image of him who created him. Where there is neither Greek nor Jew, circumcised nor uncircumcised, barbarian, Scythian, slave nor free, but Christ is all in all. And we know that being renewed in the image of the one who created you is that God is continually being renewed inside. He is all-powerful. He is the same. His Word is unchanging. But He does... He always does everything that is not a copy. He's always creating. And when He's creating, He's always creating originals, not copies. And all of us exist. We all are different. We're all unique. We're all original there's no copies and when it says be in his image that doesn't mean be a copy that's being an an original we've noted that your decision regarding these three destiny impacting questions will determine whether you transform yourself into a vessel of mercy or vessel of wrath more specifically will the completion of our salvation happen that is given to us in the format of a guarantee or will we lose it and our names be forever blotted out of the book of life I repeat this truth that salvation is given to us in the format of a guarantee that this be imprinted in our hearts we are saved in hope if till the end we will continue to stay faithful but if we will not we will lose our salvation And we in a particular format have already looked at the first two questions and have been studying the next question. What conditions are we to fulfill so that by the means of an already renewed mind we begin the process of dressing ourselves? And this is a process of dressing ourselves into the power of our new person that is created in accordance to God in Christ Jesus, in righteousness and holy truth. This is a process, and this process consists of receiving a revelation inside of yourself and call the not existent as existent. Re- behave as that revelation you've received inside of your heart. When speaking about clothing ourselves into the power of our new person that contains the power of the resurrection of Christ, not death, but his resurrection, we've concluded that we need God's help, we need his mercy. The means of receiving any kind of help from God, which we see as the inheritance of his mercy, is the weaponry of prayer or worship in spirit and in truth.
5: Since prayer
4: isn't just a man's means of communicating with God, but also a kind of legal and sacral right that a man gives heaven a tool that activates the given law of God man gives heaven this right so that heaven may intervene upon the earth one of the prayers is the prayer of pretty much every prayer of David and all of scripture the Holy Spirit has uh, stopped us on this place and it reveals the conditions upon which a man is called to form a lawful foundation for God so that God's mercy may intervene into
5: our life. And these
4: boundaries are the aspects which we carry responsibility for before God. Psalm 143, 1 through 12. Hear my prayer, O Lord. Give ear to my supplications. In your faithfulness, answer me. I trust and know that many of you have made this prayer In these last days, your prayer, and pray it every day, and may the Lord bless you to increase in it, until in its revelation it becomes strong, the revelation in your heart becomes strong, and God will be able to see it and respond to the prayer. Your faithfulness, answer me, and in your righteousness, do not enter into judgment with your servant, for in your sight no one living is righteous. For the enemy has persecuted my soul; he has crushed my life to the ground. He has made me dwell in darkness, like those who have long been dead. You may ask, how did David? When did David live this way?
1: He doesn't
4: mean his physical body or the outward, uh, physical things. He's talking about the, in, the inside, inside of himself, in his heart. Therefore, my spirit is overwhelmed within me. My heart within me is distressed. I remember the days of old. I meditate on all your works. I muse on the works of your hands. I spread out my hands to you.
5: The body is the tool that he has given
4: as a tool of righteousness, but he's talking about his spirit. My soul longs for you like a thirsty land. Answer me speedily, O Lord. My spirit fails. Do not hide your face from me, lest I be like those who go down into the pit. Cause me to hear your loving kindness in the morning, for in you do I trust. Cause me to know the way in which I should walk, for I lift up my soul to you. Deliver me, O Lord, from my enemies. In you I take shelter. Teach me to do your will, for you are my God. Your spirit is good. Lead me in the land of uprightness. Revive me, O Lord, for your name's sake. For your righteousness' sake, bring my soul out of trouble. In your mercy, cut off my enemies and destroy all those who afflict my soul, for I am your servant. So that David can hear the mercy of God early, David needed to present to God a basis, cause, or a right to it. And so the word early means resurrection. So we may understand this is not just a regular morning, but renewance. Renewance happens in the teaching of resurrection. And so he says, allow me to see your mercy in your resurrection. And such evidence in this prayer as we already know were ten unique in their nature arguments founded upon the laws of God. These are the words of God that came out of the mouth of God that God had elevated above all his names and to which God willingly submits to. Specifically, these ruling and mighty words of God turned into promises and commandments for man, David presented to God as the consistency of his heart, saying to God, Hear me, in your faithfulness and your righteousness. Hear me, because I remember the days of old. I meditate on all your works. Hear me, because I spread out my hands to you. Hear me, for in you do I trust. Hear me, because I lift up my soul to you. Hear me, because in you I take shelter. Hear me, for you are my God. Hear me, for your name's sake. Hear me, for your righteousness' sake. And hear me, for I am your servant. In the previous services, we had already studied the nature of the first argument that abided in David's heart, this was evidence that faithfulness and righteousness abided in David's heart. These served as a legal foundation for God, giving God the ability to hear David and to stand on the side of David in his oppositions against his enemies that were the enemies of his spirit and stop to study the second argument. We know that the enemy of our spirit is, first of all, our uncrucified nature, our corrupt desires. The second argument is evidence that in the heart of David there were memories of the days of old and all of the deeds that God had done in those days, proclaimed and presented by him in prayer. This form of evidence is the breastplate of judgment. We've been studying it in the breastplate of judgment of the high priest, which is a unique and continual remembrance or a continual memorial before God containing the component of continual prayer. The breastplate of judgment was created for one purpose and to serve one purpose. This purpose was the urm and the thummim in the heart of a man. Although they are two, they are one the Word of God and the Holy Spirit in the heart of a person. The existence of these allowed God to hear man and man to hear God without the word of God inside, without the teaching of Jesus Christ, the doctrine of Christ, imprinted upon the heart of a man and the Holy Spirit in the status of a master, we will not be able to hear God and God will not be able to hear us. We will hear our spirit. We will hear the spirit of deception and will
5: be convinced that it's the spirit of God.
4: You see these pseudo-charismatic leaders that uh, behave this way. They say they speak directly to the Holy Spirit. That they ask him questions, he, he responds,
5: and it's
4: and he jumps around the stage as a monkey would appear. Imagine if Jesus behaved this way, if you can imagine. If Jesus Christ, that would be running around and or driving it on a motorcycle to the service of God. Imagine what kind of you you need to uh, look at the image of Christ that's being presented. Jesus was calm, relaxed. He would sit down and he would preach. Thousands would come to him, would sit down. He or he would sit in the boat and teach and then he would begin to heal after the teaching. And we remember that at the time of the supper, they ate and then sang and went up to pray. Where is this loud uh, noise uh, that somehow has been considered or is being considered as uh, spiritual things? It's a satanic orgy that's being... uh, pretty much described as faith or hope or whatever else they may call it. Therefore, to be heard by God in the revelation of his urim, in the Holy Spirit, it is necessary to keep within your mind the works of God, his thumb that God had done in the days of old, to keep within yourself all of the works of God, That had been written in scripture the breastplate of judgment as an item of continual remembrance before god is a sacral symbol of the format of continual prayer providing god a foundation to fulfill his will upon planet earth therefore prayer that is not in accordance to the requirements and characteristics of the breastplate of judgment do not have the right to be called prayer in the breastplate of judgment we see the character of prayer how it needs to be how worship needs to be and how The sacrifice needs to be the offering of prayer. Because only the format of continuous prayer presented in the breastplate of judgment of the high priest gives us the right to come before God and to enter the holy place as kings and priests of God, to be an intercessor pursuing the interests of his will. And we can only enter, or
5: as we know,
4: a king and a priest would enter, the king would come. And, st- and and stop at the threshold and the priest would continue to enter further. And so our mind is this king or this prince and the priest is our new person. And so this collaborative effort, everything uh, goes or starts from the renewed mind. Here's how Apostle Paul presents the nature of the breastplate of judgment, symbolizing continual prayer in his books. Colossians 4.2, continue earnestly. continue he's saying here earnestly in prayer being vigilant in it with thanksgiving continuing earnestly in prayer identifies a joyously burning lamp identifying the condition of the righteous heart of a man a burning lamp is the spirit of a person a spirit of man that is within the correct state before God the light of the righteous rejoices but the lamp of the wicked will be put out Proverbs 13 9 Puts, uh, is put out that means dies or sep- is separated from God the built order of the bl- breastplate of judgment identified the demands of spirit and in truth that the true worshipers of God whom God seeks need to be in accordance to and need to possess John 4 23 24 but the hour is coming and now is when the true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and in truth for the Father is seeking such to worship him God is spirit and those who worship him must worship in spirit and in truth
5: when you
4: read and you focus upon this place of scripture,
5: if you have the Urim, you
4: can always see something new again and again in this place of scripture, breaking or interfering the order of building the breastplate of judgment, identifying the state and nature of a true worshiper the breastplate of judgment loses its nature and its purpose. Worshiping the Father in spirit and in truth includes not peddling with the truth when pursuing the goals that God has placed in Scripture, as people have done in all times and many do today because of their stiff neck and to the benefit of their greed and their hypocrisy. <clears throat> for their nation, for their house, for their corrupt desires. For we are not as so many peddling the word of God, but as of sincerity, but as of from God we speak in the sight of God in Christ. Second Corinthians 2 Corinthians 2.17 In the Septuagint, Greek in translation of the Hebrew Bible, the breastplate of judgment is called the sign of justice, as by the means of the urm and the thummim that is contained in the breastplate of judgment, God revealed to man his judgments. The symbol of the breastplate of judgment identifies the conscience of a man purified from dead works upon the tablets of whom, just as a signet, the teaching of Jesus Christ is imprinted that came in the flesh. Therefore, the conscience that is purified of dead works with imprinted faithfulness and righteousness upon its tablets is called to give God the right to function in them and through them upon planet Earth. In a specific format, we've already studied the measurements and the nature of materials from which the breastplate of judgment was supposed to be built, that we need to be in accordance to within our spirit and stop to study the next requirement, which states, Exodus 20:17 17 through 21, and you shall put settings of stone in it four rows of stones. The first row shall be serdius, topaz and emerald. The second row shall be turquoise, sapphire and diamond. The third row shall be jacinth, agate and amethyst. And fourth row beryl, onyx and jasper. They shall be set in gold settings. And the stones shall have the names of the sons of Israel, twelve according to their names, like the engraving of a signet. Each one will with its own name. They shall be according to the twelve tribes. We've noted that the twelve golden settings is the authority, rule and order of God contained in the teaching of Christ that came in the flesh. That we as worshippers of God are called To present in our continual prayer. The twelve precious stones, with engraved upon them as a sign in names of the sons of Israel, is a symbol and format of our continual prayer, presenting the perfect judgments of God or righteousness faithfulness and righteousness from this we can see that it wasn't the golden settings being the truth of the Word of God that were adjusted in measurement and configuration to fit the precious stones but the precious stones themselves being our prayers are the ones that were adjusted and configured to fit the golden settings of truth continual prayer in the 12 precious stones of the breastplate of judgment with the 12 names is a persisting prayer that in its intercession presents the interests of the will of God and does not sway away or step away from the goal until what is asked for is received. The building of the breastplate of judgment within our heart is revealed as building the kingdom of heaven in the image of the tree of life. Growing the tree of life within your heart is building yourself up into a new person created in accordance to God in righteousness and holy truth, into a spiritual house and a holy priesthood. With this, we will remember that all of the beauty and order of the temple were built for one holy item and for the service of that item. This was the golden ark of the covenant. The same thing with the ephod of the high priest with the connected to it breastplate of judgment. It was created for and served only one holy item. This item very accurately was called to duplicate and fulfill the function of the golden ark. This was the Urim and the Thummim. Because the golden ark of the covenant as well as the breastplate of judgment symbolize from different angles and with various purposes the conscience of a man cleansed from dead works. Urim and Thummim in Hebrew we know now means light and perfection, light and the right, or revelation and truth.
5: The first word
4: talks about the Holy Spirit. The second word or term is talking about the teaching of Christ. Light and perfection, light and the right, revelation and truth. The Ten Commandments inside the Ark of the Covenant is the truth, and this truth upon the breastplate of judgment is the Thummim, the revelation that a person could receive at the lid of the Ark of the Covenant is the Urim in the breastplate of judgment. We note that this happened one time a year for one person. One time a year did a person enter into the Holy of Holies and could hear the voice. When the veil
5: was torn in two then
4: entry was opened and now each one of us if he's a king and a priest can at any time enter in and hear the voice of the holy spirit at any time working or doing something speaking with someone the holy spirit can begin to talk to you this is very interesting and as I said,
5: recently we just had this eclipse, a a complete eclipse. We had about
4: 99% totality or coverage
5: and it became uh, cooler, the atmosphere became cooler, and even at the beaches people
4: saw many stars in the sky. This is a very unique natural uh, incident. or
5: And so I remember you, we need to know that at the
4: time when Jesus died, it was from the sixth hour to the ninth hour, the whole earth became dark everywhere. Here we saw dark darkness, but just for a very short time. Imagine when the sun disappeared from the horizon all over the face of the world for three hours. Three hours, uh, there was darkness, almost complete darkness, satanic darkness. God closed the light. This was a horrific uh, thing, and but it did not scare the Sanhedrin or the priests. They were glad, but the multitude, the people, Who shouted to crucify him, they blamed themselves and said, Truly, this was the Son of God. They forced them to admit that they had crucified the Son of God, the darkness that came upon the whole earth. And that's when the veil was torn in two. That's what happened. We together
5: have become people that
4: are the Holy of Holies for the Lord, where he now can abide and live and communicate with us upon the condition that we died for our nation, for our house, and our corrupt desires. So then we can dedicate ourselves to God as a king and a priest, and after that, Every hour, every minute, be vigilant at the at the door of your heart. Sanctify yourself. Sanctify your heart. Keep it so that no evil thought, no action, no thing can pervert the truth or interfere with the holiness that can, remains within you. It needs to be present in every aspect of our life and when we need to Uh, choose whether children or holiness. We need to choose holiness. Husband or holiness, wife or holiness. You need to choose holiness every time. We need to understand that.
5: And so, only a person who has
4: a conscience cleansed from dead works, or who has a wise heart upon the tablets of whom the truth in the form of the Thummim is imprinted, can be a worshipper of God. The revelation of God by the means of his Urim can function only within within the boundaries of truth. This truth within the heart of a person is a Thummim, the teaching of Christ that came in the flesh. As it is written, Exodus 31, 6, I have put wisdom in the heart of all the gifted artisans, that they may make all that I have commanded you.
5: God
4: does not communicate with foolish men. A foolish person is one who does not have the word of God in his heart. How do you determine whether he has the word? If it is in his heart, then his renewed mind will always be thinking about about God and will return. The church
5: finishes.
4: They people some uh, capture the truth that they heard and communicate about it, and others start talking about something completely different you immediately begin to tell the church has finished that's it, now we can talk about other things and so the friendship of the Thummim and Urim in the heart of a person is a unification of two formats of wisdom that pronounce that the carriers of the Thummim and the Urim are true worshippers of God and possess the immune system of the Holy Spirit and of Levi he said Levi is a symbol of the destiny that is within this name, this is not just a name this is our destiny and Levi is one who is binded to God the definition of the name is binded to God and of Levi he said let your Thummim and your Urim be with your Holy One whom you tested at Massa and with whom you contended at the waters of Meribah who says of his father and mother I have not seen them nor did he acknowledge his brothers or know his own children for they have observed your word that's how Korah Dathan
5: had died
4: the wrath of god was upon them then part of their children not all children but those who those that died for their nation and their house said that this is not our father we
5: are not go-
4: agreeing to their to this, the father and to his sons And so some of the sons of Korah Remained
5: <clears throat>
4: And they sung in the temple Continuously and part of them perished That did not die For their house
1: <clears throat>
4: They shall teach Jacob your judgments and Israel your law They shall put incense before you And a whole burnt sacrifice on your altar Bless his substance Lord And accept the works of his hands Strike the loins of those who rise up against him And of those who hate him That they rise not again.
5: Deuteronomy 33
4: 8 through 11. This is a blessing that is spoken by Moses as a revelation. God, by the mouth of Moses, confirmed these words, established these words for those who carry the urim and thummim. in a specific format we have already looked at five qualities of a warrior in prayer and the first five precious stones of the breastplate of judgment by which God was able to continuously reveal his will upon planet earth and stopped to study the sixth quality and this is the diamond stone we know that the sixth name carved upon this precious stone of the breastplate of judgment upon the tablets of our heart is the name of the sixth son of Jacob Naphtali which means wrestler. And he is one that prevails. And Rachel's maid Bila conceived again and bore Jacob a second son. Then Rachel said, With great wrestlings, I have wrestled with my sister, and indeed I have prevailed, prevailed in battle. So she called his name Naphtali. Genesis 37 and 8. The name of God presented in the precious diamond stone, according to the Jewish rabbinate, is El Hai. In Hebrew, translated means God is alive. Therefore, according to the definition of the name Naphtali upon the precious diamond stone, we can conclude that the function of the sixth principle as a format of continual prayer is our right and our ability to allow the Holy Spirit to abide with us in our prayer battles against the powers of hell, which confront us when we fulfill the will of God by the name of the living God. But the Lord God is a true God. He is the living God and the everlasting King. At His wrath the earth will tremble, and the nations will not be able to endure his indignation Jeremiah 10.10 10. the name of the living God is a format of an oath and the category of the nation that had not learned to swear by the living God or swore, swore but falsely were utterly destroyed this is written in Jeremiah 16-17. and it shall be if they will learn carefully the ways of my people to swear by my name as the Lord lives as they taught my people to swear by Baal then they shall be established in the midst of my people but if they do not obey I will utterly pluck up and destroy that nation says the Lord the one who's read the Bible knows that often holy people avowed by the name of the living God
5: the Lord lives
4: they would say and after they would say these words they would then begin to speak pretty much confirming that whatever's coming out of their mouth is the truth Therefore, to not be plucked up and destroyed by the wrath of the living God, it is necessary to learn the ways of the nation of God, to swear by the name of God el high or by the living God, and these ways are the paths of the commandments and statutes of God. the conditions that give us the right to learn the ways or the paths of God's commandments and statutes to swear by the name of the living God is the thirst to know them the condition is the thirst to know them Psalm 119.32-35 I will run the course of your commandments for you shall enlarge my heart This word, when you will enlarge my heart, when you, when my heart will begin to bear fruit to you, the fruit of thanksgiving, the fruit of righteousness, only then will I be able to run the course of your commandments. Teach me, O Lord, the ways of your statutes.
5: You can read the statutes, but that doesn't mean you know the paths, the course of of God's commandments. I shall keep it to
4: the, to the end give me understanding and I shall keep your law indeed I shall observe it with my whole heart make me walk in the path of your commandments for I delight in it and so we know that the word alive or the name of God alive or living is abiding one who is with unconditional authority defining the genesis creating the genesis, holding the genesis keeping the genesis, ruling over that genesis and commander and lord of the genesis Deuteronomy 10:20 20 through21 You shall fear the Lord, your God, you shall serve him, and to him you shall hold fast, and take oath in His name. He is your praise, and He is your God who has done for you these great and awesome things which your eyes have seen. The result of swearing by the name of the living God was always the fulfillment of the promise of God for the sake of which this oath was made. The power of a warrior in prayer contained within the virtue of the name of the living God is called to present the unlimited power of God over the genesis in the allotted by him to us time and boundaries. Therefore it is necessary for us to determine what goal God has in his intentions when he urges and calls his children to become warriors in prayer and also in what way and upon what conditions is God able and desires to give man that right to become a warrior in prayer so that man may present the interests of God and implement or actualize his inheritance in God. Per the definitions provided in scripture, to be a warrior in prayer is the lawful and privileged inheritance of holy men of all days. This is their primary or first most purpose that is revealed in their calling to trample upon uncleanness and the unclean in their prayer battles as dust on the streets. This is one of the greatest positions that is gifted by God to man, in which a person becomes a king and a priest to God and is seen by God as brilliant stone or the diamond stone with the name of naphtali not being a king and a priest to God in the virtue of which a person receives the unique ability and the right to reign with his informational organ over his, over his emotional organ it is impossible to be to be and remain a warrior in prayer the informational organ having the ability to reign over the emotional aspect of our soul the information organ is the mind of a man renewed with the spirit of his mind which 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 is the mind of Christ in the heart of a person. The prayer of a warrior in prayer is a sacral and holy mystery that has an unearthly genesis. By its nature, the genesis of prayer, as well as the genesis of God, does not have a beginning and an end. Prayer is the language of God, identifying the essence of God and identifying the Word of God. Prayer has always been the mystery of God, as it has always existed in His presence, as His golden scepter of favor that He stretched forth to the one that would seek His face in performing His will.
5: And so in accordance to his will, if it was not in accordance to
4: his will, the golden scepter. And so the settings of the high of the high priest. Um, pretty much measured out, measured these prayers whether they're in accordance to correct uh, the the correct configurations as the scepter did. If, however, anyone dared come to him upon his own conditions, not being called into his presence, then God's golden scepter favor will not be stretched out to the one asking. God would not hear his prayer. Now we know that God does not hear sinners, but if anyone is a worshipper of God and does His will, He hears him. John nine thirty one, because the right to come close to and stand before God is the exclusive prerogative of God no one will be able to or dare by himself to come close to approach God who abides in darkness mystery and in the unapproachable light. Jeremiah 30 22 their noble shall be from among them and their governor shall come from their midst. Then I will cause him to draw near and, the, and he shall approach me. For who is this who pledges his heart to approach me says the Lord. You shall be my people and I will be your God.
5: In other words, only when then
4: can God God become our God when the leader of the nation, the governor of the nation that we belong to will have the right to come close to God will be called into the presence of God getting close to or entering God's presence is the task of one governor that will come from the nation seed of Abraham this is the only begotten son of God in the status of a son of man in whom by in whom and by whom anyone born from God and seeking God would be able to approach and enter God's presence according to the revelations written in scripture our prayer is and the quality of a warrior in prayer identifies the virtues of the brilliant stone needs to be continual, persistent, diligent with boldness, with reverence with the faith of your heart with thanksgiving, with joy in the fear of the Lord and in the Holy Spirit in specific format we have already looked at the signs of the first six qualities that are included in the essence of continual prayer and stopped to study and circle around the seventh sign this is one of the qualities qualities of this uh, or con- quality consistencies of the sweet aroma that was offered to God. This is thanksgiving in prayer. Thanksgiving in prayer is an expression or the open state of a thankful heart before God that is accepted by God as a part of the sweet aroma with which a person entered the presence of God so he wouldn't die. To better understand the significance of the element of thanksgiving in prayer, we've decided to look at four classical questions to determine the nature of thanksgiving as well as the price condition that we need to fulfill to be able to be dressed into its virtue and reveal its presence in our prayer." These are defining the essence and purpose of thanksgiving in prayer, the price for dressing into thanksgiving, keeping and developing this thanksgiving, and the fruits and rewards of thanksgiving. In a specific format, we together have looked at the first two questions, therefore we will turn to study the third one. In what way do the Scriptures order us to keep and make thrive or grow our fruit of thanksgiving, fruit that is necessary in our prayer before God? looking at the regularities of the principles of scripture anything that does not grow thrive or expand begins to diminish and waste therefore to increase keep and make your fruit of thanksgiving and prayer thrive it was necessary for us to at least fulfill four things to walk in Christ Jesus be rooted in Christ Jesus to be built up in Christ Jesus and be established in the faith in Christ Jesus this is written in Colossians 2 6 through 7 as you therefore have received Christ Jesus the Lord so walk in in him, rooted and built up in him, and established in the faith, as you have been taught, abo- abounding in it with thanksgiving to expand our abilities in Christ Jesus in all of the above listed aspects will depend on the success we have in these aspects how fruitful we will be in our thanksgiving and prayer we by the armor of thanksgiving delineate the circle of our abilities in Christ Jesus confirming in this way the non-existent or unreal promises into existing real promises we need to well clarify the prerogative of God his prerogative is to be vigilant over his words so that they be fulfilled in all their fullness in the precise appointed by him time not time appointed by us our prerogative is to accept and thank god for his word in the form in which he reveals it to us If we are unfamiliar with these aspects, these four aspects, we will not be able to succeed in them with thanksgiving or convert them into the fruit of words praising God. Studying the first question, what conditions are needed to fulfill or to be fulfilled to walk in Christ Jesus, being fruitful, therefore, in this walk with thanksgiving, we are called to walk in Christ Jesus upon those conditions and in according to those requirements upon which we received him initially. As you, therefore, have received Christ Jesus the Lord so walk in him we need to well perceive or recognize that according to the words of Christ the body of Christ that is the chosen by God church of saints elected from the multitude of the call to salvation is the narrow gate
5: because we can receive Jesus Christ
4: only in the body of Christ
5: there's a song that we
4: sing there's not one saved person I I repented for myself. Some may say, there's no such thing. You can repent in the body of Christ.
5: That is identified as this narrow gate and the
4: true or genuine reason why the multitude of the called will seek to enter through the narrow gate and will not be able to consists in them not being willing to commit to entering the narrow gate upon the conditions of scripture and these conditions will consist in a person dying for their nation for their house and for their corrupt desires covered up with good deeds and the service of evangelism that comes from their soul that is described by the words of scripture as lawlessness further we will note that to receive Christ into your heart is to receive justification into your heart by faith in Jesus Christ as you received so walk And if we are
5: assured or we clearly understand
4: that justification is God not inputting to man the guilt or sin that was done previously, the reality is that in the moment of our repentance or accepting Christ into our heart, we receive our justification in salvation in the format of a seed that is needing to be planted or in the format of a guarantee that needs to be turned to profit or invested. And if we made a covenant with God in the baptism of water, but are Not taught how to die for our nation, for our house, and our corrupt desires, we will lose our salvation that was given to us in the format of a seed (coughs) or a format of a guarantee. Therefore, to walk in Christ just the same as we accepted him is possible only after we sow ourselves into his death and rise with him in his resurrection. Because you do not walk in the death of Christ, you walk in the resurrection of Christ. We receive justification in Christ upon the conditions of the covenant. We walk in Christ by righteousness contained in this this covenant. Second question, what conditions do we need to fulfill so that our heart would be rooted in Christ Jesus? being successful, therefore, in rooting ourselves and being thankful. We've concluded that receiving Christ into our heart, we receive justification in the seed of the word of truth. Walking in Christ, we, by the cross of the Lord Jesus, put off or abolish the sinful body and provide a foundation or ground for the seed of justification, so it be rooted into Christ. To be rooted into Jesus Christ means to have in yourself a root of truth. A root of truth in Christ is a foundation and points to our beginning, or Genesis in Christ Jesus from the seed of the word of truth a man is not established by wickedness but the root of the righteous cannot be moved Proverbs 12:3. justification identifies identified as our root gives us by by God in Jesus Christ is given to us and is immovable again justification identified as our root gives us by God in Christ Jesus and is immovable my root is spread out to the waters, and the dew lies all night on my branches. My glory is fresh within me, and my bow is renewed in my hand. Job 29, 19-20 Looking at the fact that the root is a symbol of justification, waters and dew is a symbol of the teaching of Christ. Branches are different aspects of our life. The strength of a bow is the symbol of the strength of our spirit. This foresaying or allegory would sound closer to this. My justification is founded upon the doctrine of Christ, and the power of and the power of this doctrine is upon all aspects of my life. The glory that abides within me is a doctrine that is immortal. I rule the strength of my spirit. Justification signifies the root of our genesis. It's called to be examined by the relationship of the saints one with the other. The relationship of the saints one to the other is called to be examined by the words that build peace, that do not have hypocrisy, suspicion, and intrigue, and is not founded upon the... (coughs) is not founded upon the absence upon suspicion but is has an absence of suspicion towards another specifically by the words that build peace can we judge about the strength of the spirit presenting in the strength the root of the righteous the nature of treasure that is contained within the heart of a man identifies the nature of the root in which this person is rooted The root of evil is identified within a man as love for money where a person uses the principles of of image thinking, seeks wealth that is perishable and measures the level of his relationship with God with money. The root of good or root of righteousness is identified within a man that does not have have this love for money. The state of such a person gives a person a foundation to be successful in thanksgiving. The next identification or determination of a strong root or being rooted into Christ is identified as the the first fruit of holiness where we are separated as God's belonging, spreading out over all aspects of our life. Each aspect of our life is identified as a branch. For the first fruit is holy, the lump is also holy. And if the root is holy, so are the branches, Romans 11:16. The reason for why many people who receive the seed of justification in their salvation will be blotted out of the Book of Life and will inherit ruin or perdition consists in the fact that when they received their salvation they coming to church to worship the Lord did not as much prepare their heart to listen to the, to the Word but rather prepared to give sacrifices. Walk prudently within <clears throat> when you go to the house of God and draw near to hear rather than to give the sacrifices of fools
1: <laughs> for they
4: do not know that they do evil Cclesiastes 5.1 <coughs> And so here's how we could describe this place of scripture: Walk prudently by watching your motives or goals that you are pursuing when you go into the house of God, and draw near to hear rather than to give the sacrifice of fools, for they are not taught that they do evil and perform lawlessness. Upon practice, these people coming to worship, do not, they come to worship not as students, that thirst for the truth and are ready to learn but as inspectors that are attempting to determine what is truth and what is a lie with their own intellect the next identification or determination of a strong root or being rooted into Christ in which we need to be fruitful in thanksgiving is the rising of the morning star within our heart evidence of having in our heart the bright and morning star will be our love for the coming of the Lord I, Jesus, have sent my angel to testify to you these things in the churches. I am the root and the offspring of David, the bright and morning star. And the Spirit and the bride say, Come, and let him who hears say, Come. And let him who thirsts come, whoever desires, let him take the water of life freely, Revelation 22, 16 through 17. The next identification or determination of a strong root or being rooted into Christ, in which we need to be fruitful in thanksgiving, is the presence, presence of the urim within the heart, the mysterious seven seals from the scroll the scroll ends in, in the right hand of the one who sits upon the throne we need to consider that all that God intends to do on earth regarding his work of redemption he will do exclusively through his people that are in the likeness of his son we can conclude therefore that the scroll in the right hand of the one who sits upon the throne written on back and front and sealed with seven seals is a symbol of a wise heart in which Christ abides and one that abides in Christ and so as soon as it begins to unseal it begins to shine while it's still sealed nobody sees anything what's inside or what's so that you they don't see any kind of light but as soon as he breaks each of these seals you will be seals you will will, uh, shine so brightly kings will not be able to understand what happened when the when God's people dress into the new person, these seven seals will be open.
5: You have to understand that this
4: scroll is each one of you upon the condition that you keep what you hear and fulfill it the next identification or determination of a strong root or being rooted into Christ in which we need to be fruitful in thanksgiving is the grace of God abiding within our heart in the virtue of the law of grace the quality of the law of of the grace of God abiding within our heart is to be determined by the presence of the knowledge of God within our heart that we can receive by being instructed in the faith who God is for us, what God has done for us and what we need we need to do to abide within all that God has done for us. Now the third question. What conditions do we need to fulfill so we may be established in Christ Jesus being fruitful therefore in this establishment with thanksgiving.
5: <clears throat>
4: the seed then being rooted and now being established to be established in Christ Jesus being fruitful, being fruitful And this establishment with thanksgiving means be established in your heart in the existing root of righteousness. Therefore, if justification that we received in salvation in the format of a guarantee and are rooted in it, but it isn't established by the format of the fruit of righteousness, we will be uprooted from within the boundaries of salvation.
5: The scriptures often say, I
4: shall... Uh, uproot you or, or pull you out by the roots if we will not be established if we will not be established we will not be able to bear fruit 1 Corinthians 15 1 2 moreover brethren I declare to you the gospel which I preach to you which also you received and in which you stand by which also you are saved if you hold fast that word which I preach to you unless you believed in vain
5: <laughs>
4: and so you received it and in which you stand you're rooted into it understandably to continue to stand in the given teaching of righteousness that we have been established in we need to be strengthened in the established righteousness but first we need to look at the process of establishment of the root of righteousness in christ jesus in our heart placed in dependence dependence of the fruitfulness of in this process thanksgiving from the given reminder we need to understand that to complete our salvation it is necessary to receive the gospel by the preached word of from the mouth of the delegated from God afterwards be established in the gospel by that very preached word and after that hold on to the word given hold on to it in the original format it is given the word we received and we were established in Therefore, the gospel of the kingdom that we receive in justification by faith in Jesus Christ, in which we rooted ourselves, has become the establishment of our righteousness. Therefore, the establishing of our righteousness in which we are rooted in Christ Jesus is the establishing of the previously received by us power and justification, where we can... We, by confession of the faith of our heart, pronounce the not-existent as existent. Second Samuel 5, 11, 12. Then Hiram king of Tyre sent messengers to David, and cedar trees, and carpenters, and masons, and they built David a house. So David knew that the Lord had established him as king over Israel, and that he had exalted his kingdom for the sake of his people Israel. And so if we pay attention, David already was anointed by God as king. However, if he would not have been established by God in his royal calling and virtue, he would become like his predecessor Saul and would loo- lose his virtue and his purpose. For Saul also received justification and was, but he was not established in it. Why was he not established? And why was David established for Samuel thirteen, thirteen, fourteen, 14? And Samuel said to Saul, You have done foolishly. You have not kept the commandments of the Lord your God, which he commanded you, for now the Lord would have established your kingdom over Israel forever. But now your kingdom shall not continue. The Lord has sought for himself a man after his own heart, and the Lord has commanded him to be commander over his people, because you have not kept what the Lord commanded you.
5: So being
4: rooted we receive something from the Lord and we take it to we take it simply Saul thought that he fulfilled God's will. He says, no, master, look, you sent, I went and I did it.
5: He doesn't even want to hear what Samuel's telling him.
4: You did it incorrectly, not as God told you to. Forgot to find a man after his own heart means find a person that would allow him to establish him in the previously rooted by him righteousness. With this, establishment consists in this person refusing to have his mind rule over his heart.
5: Saul, uh, his mind was
4: ruling over his heart. He did not want to allow his heart to rule over his mind. He decided himself to enter into the Holy of Holies, ignoring his priest. We see the prince would bow at the threshold, and the priest would take the gift and would bring it in further. But he remained at the threshold.
5: And so when they say,
4: at least I would get to the threshold of heaven, they don't understand that they're not worthy of that threshold. To be at the threshold is to know the order of God and to be obedient to it, to his hierarchy. Those who do not, uh, who do not acknowledge God's order, his hierarchy. Why do I need to look at this? At least I'd be at the threshold of heaven. No, you have a, you have a guarantee that you've received from God and people know.
5: Uh, if you know,
4: if people know, in, uh, here in America when they purchase a house even, uh, you put, uh, you put a, a certain amount down or uh, as a, in a form of a guarantee that you will purchase the home. And if something happens and you change your mind later, it's lost to you. And so, If a person does something in investment and doesn't do it lawfully or legally, he loses whatever he's invested. It's interesting that in Hebrew, the word established means to strengthen, make stronger, to make strong, to give strength, rise from the dead, Restore rights, to lift up from ruins, to enrich with the trials of Christ, to make immovable, to be fortified, unable to be moved, to be well grounded, to be in safety, to be prepared for battle, to be fixed, to be instructed, to be knowledgeable, and to be disciplined. This is what it means to be established in Christ Jesus. And to provide God a foundation to establish the root of our righteousness in Christ Jesus in thanksgiving, it is necessary without deviation and with a willing heart, obey the preached word of the delegated from God in the teaching of the establishment of the root of our righteousness. Romans 16, 25-27 Now to him who is able to establish you according to my gospel, and the preached uh, the preaching of Jesus Christ people themselves can't just studying the scriptures be established Paul writes directly now who him who is able to establish you God will establish you according to my gospel and the preaching of Jesus Christ according to the revelation of the mystery kept Secret since the world began, but now made manifest and by the pro- prophetic scriptures made known to all nations according to the commandments of the everlasting God for obedience to the faith to God alone wise be glory through Jesus Christ forever and to understand in what the strength of a righteousness consists and how to be fruitful in it with thanksgiving we will turn to those signs that allowed David to understand that God had established him as king then here king of Tyre sent messengers to David and cedar trees and carpenters and masons and they built David a house so David knew that the Lord had established him as king over Israel and that he had exalted his kingdom for the sake of his people Israel's first Sam, second Samuel 5 11, 12 the messengers of the king of Tyre cedar trees of the king of Tyre and carpenters and masons of the king of Tyre these three by these three he was able to determine when they came when they built that house the fact that they came was not just that they needed to build his house messengers are diplomats of the greatest rank presenting the sovereign rights of their country in another sovereign country the task and calling of such messengers is to decide and build relationship with two sides with the two countries things of great importance or significance and for the ruler of the sovereign nation to send his messengers to another sovereign country, he needs to have in this country a diplomatic representation led by his messenger, as well as a building or place occupied by such representatives. Upon practice in the ancient world, representatives of friendly nations had in another nation its own diplomatic property, sometimes significantly large areas of land, with tens of cities as well as their own squares in the very center of the capital. So Ben-Hadad said to him, the cities which my father took from your father I will restore, and you may set up marketplaces for yourself in Damascus, as my father did in Samaria. Then Ahab said, I will send you away with this treaty. So he made a treaty with him and sent him away. 1st King 20.34 So he had his own place, Ben-Hadad, in the city. These are diplomatic representatives, and so this is their territory in another country. Therefore, for the intentions of the King of Tyre, uh, you have to understand this This was in a desire of King Tyre to build David a house. Therefore, for the intentions of the King of Tyre to come to pass or become a reality, his messengers needed to state these intentions in a position of a diplomat or special institute of, of authority in the courtyard of King David that would then be passed on to King David these int- intentions of the King of Tyre. And the approval of King David would be passed back to the messengers of the king of Tyre now if you can picture for yourself David who stands in power over Israel and the king of Tyre who stands in power over the strong city of the Phoenicians located upon an island close to Lebanon shores as well as their diplomatic messengers this symbolize a righteous person that receives his justification has rooted himself into justification and afterwards established in justification, we ask the question who within our essence is King David that stands in power over Israel? Also, who is the King of Tyre, stands in power over the island of the Phoenician kingdom? kingdom. Answering these questions, we will be able to understand who these messengers of the King of Tyre are and who the diplomats of King David are with whom the messengers of the king of Tyre conversed within, within plans of the details of building a house for David. And when the house of David was built by these carpenters and masons of the king of Tyre, from cedar wood belonging also to the king of Tyre, Only then did David understand that God had established him as king, according to the given revelation that by the mercy of God has become our possession. King David standing as king over Israel in our essence is our renewed mind by the spirit of our mind. That is the mind of Christ within our spirit. At the same time, the king of Tyre standing as king over the islands of the Phoenician kingdom in our essence is the Holy Spirit in the virtue of a master standing as head over our new person identified as our wise heart and so this uh, kingdom uh, that was upon an island was symbolizing the Holy Spirit he again as a master stands as head over our new person identifying our wise heart further the messengers of the king of Tyre for a man that has a wise heart is the revelations about the righteousness of God placed by the Holy Spirit into the mouth of God of God's delegated persons. At the same time, the diplomats of King David that discussed with the messengers of the King of Tyre all of the details of building a house for David of cedar wood are the abilities of the renewed mind that collaborate within our essence with the messengers of the King of Tyre
5: the abilities of
4: a renewed mind that collaborate with the person that speaks the word of god the person that is sent not elected by the church but not voted for and not placing himself but one that has been placed by god he is the messenger
5: now, let's read this place of Scripture,
4: 1 Corinthians 2 9 through 16. But as it is written, I has not seen, nor ear heard, nor have entered into the heart of a man the things which God has prepared for those who love him. But God has revealed them to us through his Spirit. For the Spirit searches all things, yes, the deep things of God. For what man knows the things of a man except the Spirit of the man which is in him? Even so, no one knows the things of God except the Spirit of God. Now, We have received not the Spirit of the world, but the Spirit who is from God, that we might know the things that have been freely given to us by God. These things we also speak, not in words which man's wisdom teaches, but which the Holy Spirit teaches, comparing spiritual things with spiritual. But the natural man does not receive the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness to him.
5: <clears throat> Nor can he know
4: them because they are spiritually discerned. But he who is spiritual judges all things. Yet he himself is judged, rightly judged by no one. For who has known the mind of the Lord that he may instruct him? But we have the mind of Christ. The house of David built from cedar wood and marble by the carpenters and masons of the king of Tyre is the doctrine of Christ about righteousness that comes from truth identified as the Thummim.
5: psalm 92 12
4: through 15 the righteous shall flourish like a palm tree he shall grow like a cedar in lebanon those who are planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish in the courts of our God they shall still bear fruit in old age they shall be fresh and flourishing to declare that the Lord is upright he is my rock and there is no unrighteousness in him the carpenters and masons of the king of Tyre exclusively working with the materials of righteousness identified as the cedar trees and marble rock placed into the foundation of the house of David are members of our body presenting to God, presented to God as instruments of righteousness Romans 6, 12-14 Therefore do not let sin reign in your mortal body that you should obey it in your lusts and do not present your members as instruments of unrighteousness to sin but present yourself to God as being alive from the dead and your members as instruments of righteousness to God for sin shall not have dominion over you for you are not under law but under grace We need to understand that the marble stone placed into the foundation of the house of David is the teaching of Christ identified as the discipline of hope called to be a foundation for the house of righteousness. Now therefore, Ephesians 2.19-22, Now therefore you are no longer strangers and foreigners, but fellow citizens with the saints and members of the household of God, having been built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone, in whom the whole building being fitted together grows into a holy temple in the Lord, in whom you also are being built together for a dwelling place of God in the Spirit built upon the stone not upon sand
5: and so it says he had
4: and so there were both masons and carpenters and so the house was based upon a stone and we know the temple of solomon and the house of solomon and the house of david their foundation was marble The cedar trees from which the house of righteousness was built upon the foundation of our hope in Christ Jesus is a unity of truths identifying our trust. Foundation is hope, and what we build from is
5: Colossians 1.27-29 To them
4: God willed to make known what are the riches of the glory of the mystery among the Gentiles, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. Him we preach, warning, warning every man and teaching every man in all wisdom, that we may present every man perfect in Christ Jesus, To this end, I also labor, striving according to his working, which works in me mightily. Summing up our fruitfulness and thanksgiving in the aspect of establishing our righteousness and faith in Christ Jesus, we conclude that establishing our righteousness and faith in Christ Jesus, in which we are called to be fruitful and thanksgiving, is hope and trust upon the word of God. We will be established by hope and trust upon the word of God fourth question what conditions do we need to fulfill so we may be established in the faith in Christ Jesus being fruitful in his faith this faith with thanksgiving in the beginning we receive justification afterwards we are rooted in this justification after that we are established in our righteousness formed from this justification and finally it is necessary for us to strengthen this position of the previously established righteousness. Strengthen is to be strong, to become stronger, to strengthen, to, to man oneself, to overpower, to overcome, to reinforce, to intensify, to establish, to take by force, to take captive, to captivate, to show yourself strong and powerful, be weighty, be respected, to show your glory, to increase. Proverbs 31 25.
5: Here's a portrait
4: of a wise a wife strength and honor are her clothing and beauty she shall rejoice in time to come
5: and so these are specific forms of righteousness strength in
4: Hebrew is power and might beauty is garment decoration might beautiful honor and glory Strength is the power and might of righteousness. Beauty is a de- decoration and be- a beauty of strength that righteousness has that is fruitful in Thanksgiving. Not possessing the strength of the righteousness in Christ Jesus, we will not be able to show the fruit of long-suffering in waiting for the coming of the Lord Jesus. Therefore, be patient, brethren, until the coming of the Lord. See how the farmer waits for the precious fruit of the earth, waiting patiently for it until it receives the early and latter rain. You also be patient. Establish your hearts for the coming. Establishing your heart for the coming of the Lord is at hand. James 5, 7, 8. The strength of righteousness...
5: is also necessary for us because of the
4: quality of our strength. Because of our strength, we can strengthen our hands that hang down, our feeble knees, and walk straight with our feet. Hebrews 12, 12, 13. Therefore, strengthen the hands which hang down and the feeble knees, and make straight paths for your feet so 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 that what is lame may not be dislocated, but rather be healed. The strength... And so,
5: without Jesus, we... Are not strengthened,
4: we have feeble knees. The strength of righteousness is the foundation of our hope upon which we are called to be to build ourselves into a straight building, growing into a holy temple in the Lord, a foundation upon which we are being built into a house of God's Spirit. Isaiah 35, 3-4 Strengthen the weak hands, and make fir- firm the feeble knees. Say to those who are fear- fearful-hearted, Be strong, do not fear. Behold, your God will come with vengeance, with the recompense of God. He will come and save you. The strength of our righteousness is called to be revealed in the foundation the elementary doctrine of jesus christ that came in the flesh as in the status of the son of man he became the strength of our righteousness in which we will not be ashamed before god isaiah twenty-eight sixteen. 16 therefore thus is the lord god behold i lay in zion a stone for a foundation a tried stone a precious cornerstone a sure foundation whoever believes will not act hastily
5: we need, to build our, up,
4: we need to build upon the strong stone. We need to look at him, the perfecter of our faith,
5: Jesus. The strength of our righteousness consists in the fruit
4: of long-suffering, which is faithfulness to the teaching of Christ we have received. If we will not be taught the consistency of the strength of our righteousness and how to be fruitful in it with thanksgiving, then our building will be built upon sand. And because it will be built on sand in the moment when God will visit us and will begin to test our buildings with large waters and strong winds, our building will be destroyed and the destruction of it will be great amen let us bend our knees our heads however who is comfortable and we will thank God for the word that we will able to receive today
5: Lord.
4: Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we worship before you again and again upon this holy place that you have appointed
5: for the worshiping of your name, the place that you appointed and that you've chosen to reveal your name
4: and the place where you will trample all of our enemies, the place where you will give revelations to your people, the place where you will build build them, grow them into fullness, full measure in Christ, where you will root them, establish them, and strengthen them. May your mercy be blessed all over the face of the world upon all places like this because you have enough of these places all over the face of the world to be able to keep your small flock and prepare them for your kingdom we say do not fear small flock for your father has willed to give you the kingdom prepared this kingdom i thank you lord of heaven and earth that you have led us into the kingdom of your beloved son jesus christ that is your bride. We thank you that you have opened to us. You've revealed that your bride is the small flock that chosen from the multitude of the called in the nations that have refused to pay the price, that have refused
5: to be strengthened, to receive,
4: to rapture this kingdom of heaven, to use all of their strength to obtain the kingdom of heaven and so many walk the wide path they pass through the wide path and it's easier there for them they trust that in this way with their weight with their understandings with their opinions with their service with their evangelism and their good works That they will be accepted into heaven as kings and priests, not understanding that they are going to hell and leading others that have refused to walk through the narrow gate also.
5: But we thank
4: you that you've revealed to us
5: we were not better than them, just you, by your mercy, have
4: revealed to us because we have chosen to bind ourselves to you. We've decided to use all of our ability and strength
5: to have you
4: within our heart, to give you the ability to be within our heart, that you may cleanse our heart from all deceit, from all hypocrisy,
5: from all greed, from all jealousy, so that we can reveal your greatness within our relationships. You said
4: that if you will have love one towards another, in this way you will present my body, my church.
5: Not all people that fill the houses of prayer
4: are your body because they instead of performing peace,
5: with their behavior,
1: with their words, they always strive to
4: plant disagreement, division, pass on bad information one about the other, information that is dirty, that is not checked, just to offend, to belittle.
5: And you have allowed that they be in your
4: nation to test your nation, So that being together with these people, they not be attracted by the lawlessness of these, but to be able to stand and continue to stand and thank God that they can suffer
5: being guiltless. May your mercy be blessed for your people because
4: everything that we can have within you and from you we can have only because of your mercy none of us will ever be able to earn or deserve any kind of revelation everything we do we do in your power and using your power your means your tools the power of your spirit and your word and when you see the readiness
5: to obey Your order, your word,
4: when you test us, and only after testing us, you begin to reveal to us your wisdom. You will never reveal wisdom to a person until you test their heart. Is it capable to keep your wisdom? We thank you, God of heaven and earth that you have given to us the great promise
5: not just in
4: the death of the lord jesus but in his resurrection also and to be able to have this resurrection being conformed in his death being with christ in his resurrection we continue to study the depths that you reveal to us, and with fear and trembling we wait until you will dress us into that new person. We accepted that promise into our heart, and we already called the not-existent as existent. We live with this.
5: You can clearly see, read it upon our hearts.
4: We wait for this moment, and we continuously sanctify ourselves continuously cut away everything that is not yours
5: to live to
4: value only your treasure your we treat our bodies as your temple we try to treat our body as your holy temple
5: it no longer belongs to us it belongs to you and so we treat it with
4: respect caring for it so that nothing
5: can enter. by this body may, can enter your temple.
4: May your mercy be blessed for your people that hear these words that you speak, that accept them into your heart, their heart. May it be rooted in their hearts. May it be established in their hearts and after that strengthened so that they may confront the temptations and tests—they not become weak, but become be able to be, be long suffering,
5: and understanding
4: one thing that you cannot, that that you will not leave them, that you are vigilant and watch your words and when we are vigilant and watch your words as well within our heart this gives you great joy when you then you send your angels and they circle around circle then those people that treasure your words value your words they protect
5: your Eden for the
4: entry of any kind of lies or any kind of false information perverting your truth your words your,
5: your the devil the flesh will
4: want to pervert your truth but thanks to your spirit your holy Spirit we can see these things and reject them may your mercy be upon your people children healing may grow in their bodies increase as healing and may all weakness and sickness be cursed in their bodies i believe and i gladly say
5: all viruses
4: all weaknesses all aging will be thrown off And when you reveal your glory within our bodies, before we will be raptured, we believe that you as the Redeemer live and that you will restore our falling, our breaking body and the sicknesses will run and we will never remember them again. They will never hurt us again. And those who will be dressed into your resurrection, they will be raptured living, They will not die. I thank you for this revelation. I rejoice. I worship before you. What can be more great, more rich, more glorious than what you've prepared for us? We live with this wealth. We walk with this great hope. And we hope upon your words. We Trust in your mercy that you will not
5: leave us because you don't have that habit.
4: You are unchanging in your words.
5: May your words be
4: lifted up in the hearts of your people, in their relationships one with the other. May your words be placed first in our relationships. Our goals, our intentions. Then you will be able to reveal yourself.
5: And those holy people that are still in
4: a, in a difficult battle against their flesh, show your mercy and your glory and help them by the cross of the Lord Jesus Christ for to die for their nation, for their house and their corrupt desires. Not do anything that benefits the flesh, benefits the nation, benefits their house,
5: the sinful things,
4: because we, without your help, we will not be able to do it. No one is able to do it, to cleanse their conscience from dead works, if you will not do it. But you only do this according to your words when we...
5: We stand up,
4: we deny our sins, we confess our sins, we admit, we don't try to justify these sins, but repent before you. May your church be blessed before your face. May the country in which we live be blessed. While we are here on earth, the bride is here on earth. May those who rule this country be blessed. You've done great many things, great things. In this by this country, you've done many things for the world. And today we are here
5: because
4: you have desired that
5: because you have opened up the
4: heart, the leaders, the hearts of the leaders of this country.
5: Although they may have pursued their own personal political goals or purposes,
4: you had done your work,
5: and
4: we thank you for that. This is truly a wonderful place that you have brought us, and we thank you for this nation.
5: I glorify your holy name for the
4: church that is here,
5: and
4: as I do not
5: have, may your church in this country be blessed. You have services, in,
4: you have your services in this country that keep uh, your word and you keep us for now in the unknown about who else is out there but we will know when your harvest comes and you begin to gather your wheat into the barn, only then will we see each other and know who else is there. Just like Elijah before his
5: rapture, he didn't know that there were other prophets that
4: were just like him, that were being persecuted and that were defending the interests of holiness. And he, you revealed to him that It wasn't just him, but 7,000 other names that did not bow their knee before Baal.
1: I believe that in every country of this
4: world you have your people that we don't know about and that they don't know about us, but they did not bow their knee before Baal. And I thank you for these people.
5: And I worship before
4: you with your nation, our great God, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen.